Welcome to Autoimmune Health, a podcast for smart and passionate women with autoimmune conditions. Discover a mind-body-spirit approach to healing from the inside out. It's time to feel, look, and live better and do what makes you happy. And now, here's my mom, your host, Emily Brown. Well, hello, autoimmune warriors, and welcome to today's show. This is episode one, my inaugural podcast episode. I am so excited to be here with you, and I am your host, Emily Brown, and I specialize in helping smart, passionate women win the war against autoimmune disease using a whole mind-body-soul approach. And I am a former journalist turned certified health and lifestyle coach and I personally have three autoimmune conditions, which I am putting into remission by reducing stress in my life, loving my body, not shaming it, and using food as medicine. And I help women discover what's holding them back from optimal wellness. And like a supportive sister friend, I aid them in discovering what will help them feel better, look better, and regain that zest and energy that they can go out and do life on their terms. Well, with that... Today's show is entitled Three Ways Autoimmune Disease Changes How You See Yourself. Being diagnosed with an autoimmune condition is, in a word, life-altering. I mean, can I get an amen right there? I personally was shocked and bewildered when I was diagnosed over a decade ago with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is a disorder in which the immune system begins to attack the thyroid gland and causes an underactive thyroid. So essentially, my thyroid just isn't putting out the necessary hormones to maintain levels in my body, like my metabolism and my um, temperature and things like that. Things, essential things, really, that the thyroid is responsible for. First of all, being told you have an autoimmune disease throws you into a whole new world of medical practitioners, of course, medical terminology, learning about organ systems. I mean, I didn't know what a thyroid was until I was told that I had this condition. I didn't know what an endocrinologist was until I met one for the first time who told me that I had this condition. You know, you're also being met with new or a renewed appreciation for your wellness and for your body. It's just, it's a rude awakening and it's an awakening just in general. But as I was sitting in a cramped endocrinologist office in Washington, D.C., I had my seven-month-old baby in tow, and I was honestly in a daze and lacking sleep, woefully lacking some much-needed sleep. I thought it was the result of just having recently had a baby, but the doctor had my blood results in his hand, and he says to me, it's a good thing you came in when you did because you could have gone into a coma. And I sat there completely shocked. Like I said, I was bewildered. I'd never thought that word and me would ever be associated in the same sentence, coma. Well, he informed me of my condition, this weird name that I'd never heard of, and he handed me a prescription for Synthroid. And he assured me that the medication would replace the thyroid hormone and restore my life, essentially. Well, unfortunately, it took several years to figure out what my body needed and to achieve a new normal. What immediately occurred was a realization that my life had changed. I was a brand new mom, like I said, 
And suddenly I was dealing with daily medication and these debilitating symptoms, including chronic fatigue. I mean, no amount of sleep could could cure it. I had dry skin. I had brittle hair. I was gaining weight and my voice was hoarse for some reason. I thought I had a persistent cold that just wouldn't go away. I had gastrointestinal issues and I was suffering from depression. It wasn't postpartum depression. It was it was associated with my thyroid going out of whack and not functioning the way that it should. And during this time, I felt so alone. I felt like I was in a fog trying to figure out how to navigate this new world. And autoimmune disease does change your life and it changes your self-perception, how you see yourself. Well, I came across an article online entitled, Who Am I Now? Living with an Autoimmune Disease. It was adapted from a presentation to a group called the Myositis Support Group at the Hospital for Special Surgery. Well, Dr. Patricia Fatacho, who is a psychologist, gave this presentation and she identified the following four factors that affect one's self-image when you are diagnosed with a chronic illness, and particularly chronic autoimmune illness. She says the severity of the disease process, that's number one, the stage of life when you are diagnosed, number two. Number three is personality and emotional health before becoming ill. And the last one is the social and loving relationships that you have and the support systems that are in place at the time of diagnosis. Well, I loved that she was able to identify these. So I wanted to take a minute to break down those because they do directly impact how you see yourself and how you envision your life after being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. So let's look at number one. So the severity of the disease process. In other words, how severe, how painful is it, debilitating? How is this condition throwing you out of whack, throwing you away from your your normal, right? So after you walk into that doctor's office and you seek that diagnosis, that severity of the disease at that moment can drastically affect how you cope in the days, months, and years ahead. So if you're experiencing mild symptoms, perhaps a few sporadic stomach pangs or rashes that are isolated on a single part of your body or, you know, your life and the perception you have of yourself may not be as negatively impacted by a diagnosis, right? It doesn't mean that it won't be. It just won't be as severely impacted by that diagnosis and finding out what was going on with you. I mean, you probably will be greatly relieved to figure out what's been happening. However, maybe life will go on as usual for you. However, if your symptoms have you struggling to get out of bed every day, like it was for me, or you have struggles walking upstairs without excruciating pain, or you're suffering from persistent headaches and migraines, then a diagnosis can severely impact how you start to view and treat your body because you then start to believe that you have a condition because you understand that you do have one and that can start to change how you sort of operate in the world, okay? So number two, the stage of life when you are diagnosed. For me, I was a young mom when I was given that diagnosis and it was a time that ideally, is supposed to be filled with new discoveries as a parent and the happiness of watching my baby grow up. Well, instead, I was spending most of my time lying in bed asleep because of that fatigue that was had taken over my body. 
And I was going to visit a specialist for checkups and routine blood work like I didn't have to before. And I was also spending a lot of time scouring the internet to understand what my body was going through. And I also really wanted to find other people who were going through the same thing because, again, it felt very lonely and because no one I knew had this condition and that, that, that I knew of. So I was just trying to find some sense of normal in all this chaos. Well, number three, she says, personality and your emotional health before becoming ill. So how you react to your diagnosis will significantly depend on your usual coping skills. So if you're the type of person who is easily frustrated by change or bad news, then you may not cope so well. You know, if you make plans and something interrupts those plans and you tend to throw a fit and not react very well, then a diagnosis, especially of an autoimmune condition nature, then that will definitely send you in a tailspin for sure. On the other hand, if you're usually a resilient person who handles stress very well and possess healthy ways to weather storms, then you'll meet your diagnosis with a newfound sense of determination, potentially, and resolve. I have to admit, I am not the most resilient person. I certainly wasn't at the time that I was diagnosed. Again, I had a a young baby in tow. And of course, my hormones are probably still all over the place at that moment. Not to mention, obviously, my thyroid not functioning the way it should. But I knew even just growing up as a child, I just didn't handle stress very well. And I took those lack of coping skills into adulthood and Unfortunately, at the time of my diagnosis, I just didn't know how to handle it. I think I handled it the best way that I could. And I tend to be that kind of person that stuffs things and doesn't communicate those, how I'm feeling, really feeling about something. Unfortunately, that just exasperates your autoimmunity because as we know, autoimmunity means that your body is essentially attacking itself in some shape or shape or form. So certainly, If you're not the type of person that knows how to cope with stress, knows how to cope with with drastic change in your life, then if you are diagnosed, then this is the time to develop those kinds of skills. And look, I've been dealing with this for over a decade now, and I'm still working on that. So it is not easy to come by, but it is possible. I know that it can be done. So number four, the last one, she says your social emotional relationships and supports. Now, this area refers to the quality of your relationships and how those closest to you support you in general. So if you're surrounded by friends, family, and coworkers who are generally supportive and sensitive to your needs, then you are likely to thrive in dealing with your autoimmune diagnosis because you'll have empathy from those around you and perhaps even specific physical and emotional supports in coping with everyday life. You know, for instance, If you don't have someone who is generally understanding in your life, like a a supportive best friend or a spouse or even an adult child, potentially someone who is willing to understand what you're going through, someone who's willing to ask questions and be curious about how this diagnosis is impacting your life. And even, first of all, someone who you even feel comfortable talking to about your diagnosis, because that is the first step and it takes really some vulnerability on your part to open up about what you're going through, then 
if you do have those kind of supportive people in your life, coping with an autoimmune condition will be much more manageable for you. I realize that a lot of people don't have that support system. They don't have a network of people that they can tap into when they're going through something and say, hey, I need help or I need support or I need prayer. Can you be there for me? If you don't have those people, there's somebody that you can lean on. There's somebody that you can identify, sit for a moment and figure out who that person is and and make that call, make the ask because having a support system is so important. I will say this too, to end this point, I said that earlier I went to the internet looking for support and thankfully the Hashimoto's thyroiditis community is alive and well. And it certainly was over a decade ago when I was diagnosed and came across this website called stopthethyroidmadness.com. And they it's just an amazing resource if you are looking for one. I would go there. And then certainly Facebook has so many support groups that you can look for. Just do a search in Facebook and look for your particular condition and you will find many support groups. And some of them may work better for you than others, but just know that there are people out there who are going through what you are going through and they can at least empathize with what you're enduring right now in the season of your life. Well, in general, these elements of your life at the time of being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease can either help you overcome a diagnosis or adversely impact your life if, for instance, you don't have a great support system to tap into for emotional support or if you lack excellent coping skills. And there are three ways having an autoimmune condition affects how you see yourself. So I'll start at the bottom and I'll go pretty quickly here. The third way that you change is that you can become obsessed with your health and how your body works. And I know there are people and they are hungry for more information about what is going on in my body and how can I fix it? Well, you know, suddenly you become an expert in your particular disease. And for me, I learned all that I could about how the thyroid influences metabolism and body temperature and the nature of an underactive thyroid. I also started learning how the thyroid interacts with other organ systems. For instance, how hypothyroidism and not producing enough thyroid hormone can lead to difficulty concentrating as well as it can impact memory. If you haven't gotten to that stage of the disease yet, well, where you are consumed with it, know the ins and out of it, you know, trust me, you'll get there. And if you are at all concerned about your health before you were diagnosed, I guarantee that you'll become a more determined person to cure your condition and find effective ways to be relieved of your symptoms. And and you know what? That's a good thing. It's a good thing to be passionate about your health. And I think that's one one blessing, I would say, of autoimmunity. It just makes you more aware and it makes you more determined to be well and to live well. The second way is that you are more aware of your body's limitations and its fragility. Autoimmune conditions by nature mean that your body is attacking itself in some way. Realizing that your body is enduring this kind of turmoil has the potential of making you feel helpless and that your well-being is out of your control. I believe so many people feel this way and have internalized this feeling, this thought, as have I. So realizing that your body is enduring this kind of turmoil has the potential of making you feel helpless and that your body and your well-being is out of your control. Let me just give a disclaimer that to an extent, this is true. Your body is enduring something, is going through something, 
and to an extent it may be out of your control right now. But there are many things that are within your control that can positively impact the nature of your autoimmune disease and how it manifests. And as suggested earlier, specific lifestyle changes such as proper nutrition and a whole foods approach can really heal your body in many ways. Stress reducing techniques such as meditation and prayer can also have a stabilizing impact along with consistent body movement and exercise, which can help you feel empowered and release those endorphins to make you feel better and relieve those other symptoms of autoimmunity like body aches and joint pain that come with so many various autoimmune conditions. And the number one way your self-perception changes comes in the form, unfortunately, of self-pity or self-empowerment. So again, you may feel more determined, but I think sometimes you may flip-flop between that self-determination and feeling empowered to take care of your body to feeling a little sorry for yourself. And, you know, the only reason I am so uh, attuned to these is because I too have suffered from these pitfalls of autoimmunity. Well, for many people with autoimmune conditions, it is so easy to fall deep into a black hole of depression and to feel sorry for yourself. Because you may start to wonder why you've been saddled with an autoimmune disease that requires routine trips to the doctor, daily medications, or the need to restrict for certain activities or foods. Been there, done that. (laughs) Well, when I went gluten-free, actually, I initially felt terrible when I sat down with my friends or my family members and I saw them just enjoying their usual treats and usual foods, not having to ask the waiter about gluten-free menus or whether it's a gluten-free, safe kitchen. There were no limitations on them. However, for me, I was sitting there twiddling my thumbs and waiting to make sure I could eat something because I didn't want to feel sick later on. And I also felt that I was being punished by God for something I did, like a spiritual blind spot in, that I didn't know about, some sin that I didn't confess. Like, honestly, this is what I my mind went through. And I turned the corner eventually, thank God, when I found approaches that worked for me. And that made me feel tons better than I did before I was diagnosed. That's when I adopted a sense of empowerment. I turned the corner and I realized that I had more control over my body and my health than I realized, and that I wasn't just a victim to this condition. Well, when you reach this turning point, it's a chance to look at your autoimmune disease as a gift, as a real opportunity to turn the page on your health, to leave behind lifestyle practices that contributed to poor and declining health and turn towards a more abundant life that includes personal choices that give you life. And don't we all want that, right? Being diagnosed and living with an autoimmune disease does affect our self-image and how we experience life, how we experience our bodies. But at the end of the day, autoimmunity is another way your body is telling you that it's time for a change and it's allowing you to practice genuine and deliberate self-care. If you'd like to review notes from today's show, listen later while you're commuting or washing dishes, or share with a friend, visit my website at emilybrownhealthcoach.com. That's emilybrownhealthcoach.com. 
Also, subscribe to the podcast feed so that you never miss a show. Well, I'd like to end today's show and each show that follows with a positive quote. And today's message comes from the late Nelson Mandela, who said, The greatest glory lies in never failing, but in rising every time we fall. With that, stay well, my warrior friends. Stay well.